Welcome back to the Not Just a Bikini Girl podcast. This is your host, Jasmine Anderson. And today, ladies, we are talking about business and fitness. There's a lot of fitness entrepreneurs in the industry, and one that I absolutely adore, and I can't wait to speak to her, is Claire Emerson from Sanctum Apparel. So we're just going to be kind of talking about what kind of made her just want to go for it, her journey before this in the industry, managing ambassadors, her plans for body power next year, and that sort of thing. So welcome, Claire. Welcome. Hello. <laughs> I love, like, I had no idea what Sanctum meant until yourself. So for people that kind of were like, Sanctum Apparel, like, what, where did that name kind of come from? Like, what was your thought process on that? So this is going to sound um, completely false, <laughs> but it just kind of came to me one day. It was funny because I actually watched a film called, um, I think it's called Deep Sanctum or something. It's about divers. Then I thought, oh, well, what does sanctum actually mean? And then when I started Googling it, it's actually Latin, it's Latin for holy place. So I just thought, well, how fitting is that when the gym is literally, well, just to some people, it's like their holy place, like their church, yeah. their place to kind of um, let off steam, uh, what's like um, replenish their sins. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did you think of the name and then you started to do did you feel like the collection that you kind of do now is is kind of inspired by sanctum and the logo and what it kind of stands for so like originally i i actually started doing it because i at uni i did graphic design and i'd done a project at uni and i'd done a gym project that was called mammoth clothing and obviously as you know there's so many clothing lines out there that take the um the animal route and i just thought well yeah, that's a starter, but where can I take that? And then from that, obviously, Sanctum's just come, and the name's obviously bold, the logo's bold, and then um, the actual shape of the logo is made from the letters in the actual name. So a lot of people don't really know that. So the triangle is from the A, the um, bottom of the triangle is the upside-down T, and then the little V bit is from the M. So, yeah. That actually is so cool. I didn't, again, I'm probably one of those people I didn't even notice. But now you say it, I'm going to always notice it now. <laughs> awesome. So you did graphic design at uni. Yeah. And what did you do? Did you start this business straight after uni? Was there a bit of like a break in between? So I actually travelled for a little bit. So I did um, I did Australia and I've done America. So I pretty much did that. And then I kind of went straight into working to pay for that. <laughs> and I just worked... Worked for my mum, but it was kind of like I, I knew it wasn't what I wanted to do. And then I was kind of doing this on on the back burner for a little bit, just like little bits and bobs, kind of like thinking, oh, you know what I mean? It's a distant dream. Because um, as we'll probably get on to later, it's, it's a lot of money to start with. But then obviously you've got to um, fork out a lot to make, obviously, a profit <laughs> in the end. <laughs> yeah. So I was working and then I was kind of doing this a little bit by bit. And I've, I've always kind of been into my fitness. So this was like just a dream and then obviously it's come true. <laughs> was there kind of like a certain moment that you kind of just felt right, screw it, I'm just going to start this? Because I think the biggest fear for a lot of people starting up is just, is literally just starting and actually having that confidence and that kind of determination and kind of belief as well, just to kind of like, right, I'm really going to go for this. Because, you know, you do know this, you do see the statistics where a lot of startups fail within their first, like, year yeah. or two. So, you know, that can yeah. be quite scary for some people. So what was it that made you just really 
could start to push it. This is probably going to sound really cheesy, but I'd got all the designs made. And it was it was pretty much my mum. My mum kind of turned around and said, well, what have you got to lose? Like, at the end of the day, you money's money. You can make it and you can lose it. So it's kind of just one of those things. But, yeah, she kind of... I'd got it all designed. I was ready. I was kind of, like, looking into suppliers and um, looking at people that could actually make the products for me and then she kind of said just go for it so I did but at the time I, <laughs> I was actually looking into buying my first house so it was it was very stressful oh I, was, I was doing this <laughs> so yeah there was a lot of outlay of money to start with <laughs> did you kind of do one after the other or did you do did you start them both together start what both oh, um, sorry. like get your house and the business so I'd been looking to move anyway for for a while, but I literally moved into my house the same month that my first um, order of Sanctum came. And I was also in Ibiza, so... Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, you can imagine, I picked the wrong month to go away. You're just from Ibiza, you're like, oh, I can't do anything. Yeah, I can't do anything right now because I've got to sort all this stuff out. <laughs> I love yeah. that. I love that. And I love that your mum as well was a big push. Yeah, um, she's... Yeah, she's pretty much... My mum does a lot for Sanctum as well, to be fair. She's pretty much like my business partner. Like, she's... I'd say she's most definitely the brains, and I'm I'm just the one that makes things look pretty. (laughs) (laughs) Is it a case that you have... I don't know, do you have a lot of the... Oh, I guess my question is, what what does your mum do in the kind of behind the scenes? So, my my mum... Oh, God. God, I can't even describe my mum. She's like the rock... So she does the account, like the accountants and everything like that. She'll keep um, check of stock. She'll basically tell me when I'm spending too much money on marketing, for example, um, when I need to rein it in on what new stock I want. Because the problem is when you're a new, when you are a new business, it's 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 amazing to have such a variety of stock, but it's also yeah. expensive and. Most I don't know if you know, but when you're ordering um, your stock, you have like minimum order yeah. quantities, and if you're into a good supply, normally you're looking at 250 items per colour per per piece. So like say black leggings, I'd have to order 250 items. So you can imagine to order a, a huge amount of stock, it's a lot of money. <laughs> I guess it's a lot of money in terms of your cash flow. You're having to. Obviously, it's investment, but it's not going to come in straight away. So, yeah, I can imagine. So, don't get me wrong. We, we are doing amazing. And it's been it's been better than what's been beyond my dreams, what I thought it would do in its first year. And it's just amazing. And to be fair, I think I think for that, I've got my girls to thank, really, because they, they do do a lot for me. So, they, they promote it more than I probably do. Sense. <laughs> You've got quite a lot of girls. How many girls you got on your team oh, now? Oh, God. Um, I think I've got about eight. So it's not that many, you know, in, in comparison to other brands. I guess in the, some cases, though, when you're a startup, it's very much, it's not how many you've got, it's the quality. Oh, yes, definitely. I've definitely got the quality. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, one girl that's me to Sophie, she's been on the podcast, like, she's lovely, Bassa. But, um, yeah. So, so I guess from, like, the startup kind of standpoint so you've been going for a year was that when did you officially launch so we officially launched set the end of september last year wow yeah so it's just over a year and it's been a good year <laughs> thank you <everyone. laughs> so what would you say has been the biggest challenges that you face being a startup uh, business entrepreneur 
so it was definitely the first outlay for Stark. Like that was the the scariest part, I'd say. And then Body Power was a because re- obviously when we started, I booked Body Power in the November, I think, and we only just started in the September. Mm. So that was a big big outlay to start with, and with such a high risk of not knowing whether you're actually gonna like be seen, whether people are gonna like your stuff, and then obviously if you're gonna make your money back. Um, body power is insane like if you've if you've if you've been like you know it's just absolutely incredible you had a very good um spot actually oh thank you i've got a bet yeah i think because I, <laughs> I didn't obviously I didn't, I didn't speak to yourself um but i spoke i'm about like catching up with sophie and i kind of thought of well, this is a very good position because it was right where yeah. a lot of the speeches were going on yeah. so you would get quite a lot of um run through traffic in that sense yeah definitely we're even it's going to be even better next year can't we and they've got the Vegas theme, so it'll be even better. <laughs> awesome. So, in terms of how, like, I'm just going to put it out there. How much can you realistically expect to spend on Body Power if you want one of those stands? Like, what did the prices go up to? Well, I was talking to a business the other day, and I thought I had spent a lot of Body Power, and they turned around and said to me that they'd spent 70 grand one year. So, <sighs> it's expensive. I think that's why a lot of the bigger brands have stopped kind of going now because obviously they have such big um stands there that you pay you pay per square meter so mm. the standards obviously the more it's going to cost you 70 grand i know honestly my heart <laughs> <That's small. laughs> i was like oh my god <laughs> that's mental like what would be like the cheapest stand you know i can imagine it's the ones um you know as you go near like the food yeah it's smaller ones the kind of um i think it's more like the ones that sell you know like um certain products like i know for clothing you have to have um, a specific size so okay. you're already kind of set to that i think that's stop that must start about six grand so you go up from there yeah. Oh my God. And I guess that's what you've, you've, well, you hear, do hear really bad stories of girls or just anyone having to like find their own travel. But I know that you put your girls up in hotels and you, you seem yeah. like you had like a really good time. Yeah, we did. Like it was, don't get me wrong, I think we was all absolutely exhausted by the end of the weekend. But we had a really nice apartment and like I, I would never make them travel, you know what I mean? Hand on my heart. Like mm. it's not safe in, in any way when you're tired. So, and we had a good laugh. Obviously, this year it's going to next year. Sorry, it's going to be um, a bit different because I'm taking um, two guys with me as well. So I'm trying to bring in the um, bring in the girls with the guys. <laughs> nice. <laughs> is uh, I'm assuming one of them is going to be your boyfriend. Yes, yes, yes. He's a he's a very good salesman. So I'm going <laughs> to use advantage. <laughs> I love this. I can't wait. I can't wait for Corey the salesman. <laughs> honestly he is he's very very pushy i've never met anyone like him <laughs> does he do sales as a job yeah so he's he uh, um he previously was um a sales manager at one at a big gym so no joke yeah. you should honestly have like on like i don't know the thursday evening give him like give everyone like a training like a prep talk <laughs> imagine role we'll do role play yeah <laughs> i love that yeah. so can you yeah. is there anything that you can kind of hint to what's coming with body power like what have you got planned that sort of thing yeah so obviously we've got quite a bit of new stock coming and we've got some new things on there that i don't i don't think i've actually told anybody yet and that's quite secret although i don't know if the girls are because i've not really said to them don't tell anybody but they they kind of know what's coming um i'm trying to think 
So obviously it's Vegas theme, so we're trying to go for like big and glam and obviously get people to the stand and obviously want to have photos with the girls and stuff. So to me, it's more about, it is more about that. Like last year, sorry, this year, I think it, it seems it so far away. This year, it was just insane having people come up to them and know who they were and want to have photos with them and talk to them. And it's just so nice to see that, that the girls are actually so valued. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just like, it's it's nice for me to see that, that the brand's actually doing something for oh, them as well. That's nice. So, in terms of keeping, I don't know, I've wrote down here, keeping hold of ambassadors. Probably the complete the wrong way to put in it. But obviously, you've got to make sure that you know, the value's being reciprocated both sides both parties are happy yeah how do you go about choosing was it a case that the girls came to you did you kind of look at when you first start with ambassadors a role i like this girl like that girl or or do you know her like how did it come about so when i when i started we actually um i had a girl on the team called ella but she's she's left us now she um she kind of helped me out a lot and um helped me pick who who we had and then obviously we picked jasmine Sophie and then it just goes from there I kind of like um I don't like everyone to be the same like everyone always says oh well I'm not a bikini girl it's like well I'm not really interested whether you're a bikini girl or not like if you go on stage fantastic if you don't Mm. it doesn't bother me like if you want to be a bodybuilder if you want to do crossfit you you know what I mean if you want to do this yoga if you're a yoga teacher go for it but um no I, I pretty much just pick people on whether I think they're a nice person or not. <laughs> it is definitely like I've got to put up with them at the end of the day. So, <laughs> and um, at Body Power, it is it because we are a small brand. It's intense, so you you're constantly with each other. It's not like you can just obviously you can go walk around, but you're still in them. Uh, well, you're still with each other all the time, so you've got to be able to get on, and you've got to have a good group of people that you know that you can trust yeah. that actually. Like want to do well for you as much as you want to help them. It's like I always hand on my heart say to my girls like, yeah. if we ever get massive, I will always look after them because they've always looked after me. Like, I wouldn't then turn around and be like, oh no, I'll go for someone like um, God, I'm trying to think like um, Nikki Blackett. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, someone like that. But no, it, it doesn't interest me. I'd rather make them bigger than go for someone that is big and i do get a lot of people that you know what i mean that have got a big following message me but i don't want to give i don't want to just have someone that wants free free stuff i want someone that actually values the brand mm. i remember you saying on your instagram story or was it, it was somewhere on instagram somewhere that i saw this about talking about girls that are good because you did that massive in, um, ambassador push with a post kind yeah. of thing and that went massive like i know i don't either and i remember you saying like you wouldn't go to pick people if you know they've only just started following the brand or if they haven't even bought the clothes like i think that's such an important thing if you have even bought the clothes like how can you expect to be yeah the thing is with that is like how do you, you don't know what the clothes are like so how can you sell a product that you don't know and you don't believe in yeah and then if someone asks for sizing you haven't got a clue yeah <laughs> so simple that's it Thing is, I always I always give out a free outfit anyway to all my ambassadors, kind of thing. If we get a new start, they get that. Mm. But it's kind of like they've also got sales incentives, everything like that. But I'm not just I don't just want to be like, oh, you have this for free, and then you know what I mean. Mm. And then you, <laughs> most of them will get it for free, and then they'll go. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> Sorry, I've got a cough now. Cool. Have you, do you have any plans to have more ambassadors next year? Is it kind of a case of if your mum says yes? It's kind of like going, it's like, do you know, this is going to be pretty much the same when I start my business. I'm going to be like, mum, can I have this? I'm going to feel like I'm five again, asking if I can get a Cadbury's. Uh, no, to be fair, the ambassador thing's completely on my back. Um, I just don't, I don't know, like, there's so many girls that I'd love to take on. Like, I get so many messages of so many lovely people. And honestly, the messages that I get, they literally, they literally make you want to get up and go do something with your life because they're just so insane. It's like, um, do you know Meg, Meg Ed, my, one of my girls, the one that's pregnant, when she sent me an, a message to be an ambassador, I, I about cried. Aww. I thought, bloody hell, you're such an inspiring woman. <laughs> but um, eventually, I, I will. But I don't want to be that brand that's got a million ambassadors and none of them feel valued. I'd rather have a smaller man and every single one of them feels like they're part of a team and not just another, you know what I mean, tick on on the board. So I guess going into next year then, you just set up a new collection. Is there going to be, I don't know, you said there's going to be like new products and that sort of thing. Like where do you see Sanctum going heading into like year two? So, Sanctum Year 2, God, I've got, I can't describe to you how many different designs I have in my head. We've also just had, like, a massive, um, well, kind of, I don't really want to say anything about it because I'm not sure 100% if I'm going to go into it, but it could be massive for us if if we do go for it. <laughs> um, but there's just, I don't even know, just see where it goes, really. I just want to get bigger and bigger, and I want, I want to keep... I basically wanted to keep it empowering the girls and making girls feel good about themselves wearing my clothes, like not being big headed or anything, but the stuff that we've got is nice. It is different. And it's, it's kind of like girly, but then it's still, you know what I mean? Does, does the job. Yeah. It's, and to be fair, it's not too girly as well. That's what I like about it. I love the monochrome. Like that is just so me. (laughs) I love the monochrome. It's my favorite. (laughs) In terms of the, Oh, what? Which one is it? Is the I think it's the crop top with the back design. Like, what? Oh, yeah. yeah. What makes you think about? What well, I don't know. How do you come up with these ideas? Um. So to be fair, with that, it kind of came from the sports bras, because obviously the sports bras are so they they're just so intricate and different that whatever I design after that kind of comes into showing that off. Mm. Like um, with the um, T-bar vest, they all they all go together so that it looks pretty, and so they just it literally just comes from the top of my head. And I look at obviously I look at inspiration from other places like um, what's that 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 app called? I've got it on my phone. Um, Pinterest. I love. Oh yeah. Pinterest is like my best friend. <laughs> Some, um, just like things like that, and then do mood boards and color boards and everything like that, and just design things from it. But I've got some amazing ideas for new leggings and stuff like that it's just obviously i need to sell more stuff to make money (laughs) yeah (laughs) definitely do you find that do you find there's kind of like peaks and is it is it seasonal do you find like what's the kind of set i don't know obviously you don't want to go disclose too much information but how does it work in terms of is there busy months or that sort of thing you know it, it seems to be completely random at the moment there's peaks and troughs and i think um like with the girls, this is why I push them to post so much because when they post, you notice a lot more that it, the interaction goes up on everything, even the website. So 
for them they're like right obviously I can do as much as I can on um Instagram and all the socials but then that's why I've got the girls as well because they obviously have their following and their interaction but that's pretty much where it comes from really all of that but I don't know I do have peaks and troughs but yeah mostly peaks (laughs) (laughs) so it's good it's always good is there kind of any workshops you go to or any like learning like resources or training or that sort of thing that you've really tapped into this year that you feel has kind of helped your business at all yeah so I recently went to um a body power meeting it was last last no yeah last month at um the Ritz in London oh it was fantastic they do so much for it like I can't I really can't knock body power at all so they um they've just started doing something called body power 360 summit and basically what they do is they um they're helping smaller brands with their marketing and trying to get them more recognized helping them get into other countries like India China all places like that so that's what I've pretty much been um, looking into at the moment and then I've been looking at um maybe like collabs with other companies, um, co-designs, anything that really can get your kind of name out there without obviously destroying your brand, if that makes sense. As I say, you try and expand too quickly, then you kind of have to, there's a lot more to manage. And obviously growth is great for a business, but it, sometimes if you can get too unsustainable, then obviously that's, it kind of affects, yeah. I guess, the core kind of function yeah. of the business itself. No, interesting. Also, because I think I've actually put on my on the email like, database list for like Body Power 360 Trader. I think it's going to be going at the same time as yeah. the Body Power. So how how do you think that's going to work? Is it a case of different? I don't know. Will you be in the Body Power Trader one, or will you be in the actual Body Power? So I'll be in the actual Body Power. I didn't. Is the trade one going on at the same time? I didn't even realize they were talking about it. But um, I I don't really understand. And what they're doing with the, the trade and the the um obviously the usual, but I think it's a lot more like um gym equipment, like them trying to get um gyms to have their equipment. If you know what I mean, like um mm. I can't even think of gym equipment names like Metrics and well, if it even is that Hammer Strength and yeah, that's the only one I can think of. That people like that kind of be in there. I think I don't think it's actually going to be like um you know what I mean like suppliers and. Mm. If like that way you can just go well I don't I don't know but I'm I'm assuming not. <laughs> find out. But yeah, it's interesting. Like, I I got it through my um my inbox. I thought I might as well just sign up. Yeah. I haven't got a clue what it is, but I thought, yeah, no, I'll just do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have a look. If it's body power it'll probably be hard to listen anyway. <laughs> it's fine. Awesome. So I guess um another question that I have got for you is what how do you manage and well, how do you manage your time at the moment? Because I know you still have a job at, at the same time as running Sanctum Apparel and I, I can't imagine how manic that must be for you so how do you kind of seem to manage and juggle it all uh, I <laughs> probably don't really um <laughs> <laughs> so um obviously my job's quite lenient anyway like because as soon as I'm done that's it I'm done for the day so I, I used mm. when I first started Sanctum I was still PTing and working in a gym so I was still doing like 12 hour shifts and that was hard, like trying to balance that was the hardest thing. So that's why I went into a job where um, I was only working in the morning and then my evenings became all about sanctum. But I just, I, I, most all social media stuff, I schedule it so that when I'm when I am working, I can literally just quickly whip my phone out, 
um, whack it on, um, emails I can just send during the evening and everything like that. And I've got to be fair, I have really got a good family behind me that help me out as much as they can because doing it on your own, you know what I mean, can be difficult. Mm. My parents, they do do a lot more than they probably should because they don't get anything from it. <laughs> they get a happy daughter. That's invaluable. Can't pay, can't pay for that. <laughs> yeah. That's and it makes a few free hats, so he doesn't mind too much. <laughs> <laughs> Forget the currency. It's just hats. Hats is currency yeah. in your family. It's like, yeah, got, got 10 hats for you. <laughs> there you go. Have a few of them. <laughs> so do you, is it a case that you've got all the... I don't know, you've got like a room in your house where all the stock is, or how do you kind of, um, where is, where's all Sanctum stuff, basically? So I keep it in a lock-up, basically. So it's like in a, a storage can unit. I couldn't keep it in my house because, <laughs> obviously, then if I get burgled, I'm screwed. <laughs> well, not that they'd come and steal a load of clothes, to be honest, because... Hey, you never know, you might have some crazy Sanctum fan that's like... <laughs> Oh, mate, I'm going in. So, yeah, we kind of do it that way, and then I keep bits and bobs in the house for sending out orders and everything like Well, bits and bobs keep a lot of stock in the house as well for sending out orders. And then I just have to obviously keep replenishing the stock. Cool. So if you have any advice for people that are wanting, well, either they're thinking of starting a startup or they kind of, well, maybe that they know, like, one year, under one year, like, what do you feel like you've learned and what do you wish you would have known before... Well, before we're talking right now. <laughs> Make sure you check income tax. <laughs> I've been so royally screwed by that so many times. <laughs> but um, no, on a serious note, I'd probably, um, I'd just say like, if you if you want to do it, like be serious about it, sort your business plan out. If you need to take out a loan, go see the bank, they'll help you out massively. And just make sure you've got a good support system around you because at the end of the day, you might think you're a, one woman band but you're not you kind of need you do need other people around you to help with that so um trying to think of things that i've learned along the way um never build a website yourself <laughs> oh don't say that that's what i'm doing <laughs> yeah my website my first, anyone that saw my first website i did build it myself it was very slow i'm very 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 sorry for it but um other things, obviously, like if, if if you do want to trademark your brand, I had a friend who didn't wait for his trademark to actually go through. So you, you have a cooling off period where people can kind of um, object against your brand. And he yeah. didn't wait for that. And um, he got sued kind of thing. It was super dry as well. Super dry kind of went against him and took his basically just took his brand off him and said, like, you can't sell it anymore. Wow. Uh, anything that you do sell, we will um take kind of take the money off kind of thing so um if you do just wait <laughs> don't get anything made until you have actually had your um brand trademarked yeah that's one wow. yeah it was quite it was quite rough for him how long's the calling off period i think it's it's two months so it is well, it was either a month or two months i honestly can't remember now or eight weeks or something um it was a long time ago that i trademarked it <laughs> Um, but it's one of those things that you have to do it and you're better off not spending any money because otherwise you're going to lose a lot of money if you can't get the, the actual brand that you want. Yeah, definitely. We, well, before we were on the phone, well, we started recording, I was yeah. talking to you about my trademark IP issues. 
Oh man, but yeah, I know it's important. That's the thing. I really want to get it sourced, like lodged for January, but I just know that I don't. I can just imagine it, like, you know, me being bit in the ass just just because I haven't waited. I haven't actually taken that time. But I guess when you've got your business idea, you're so excited and you just want to kind of get it out there, don't you? Was, that's what I mean by as well. She was kind of one that reined my neck in and said, "Look, you're gonna have to wait. So <laughs> just wait." <laughs> so she was she was kind of the um the little angel on my shoulder. <laughs> It was, uh, but you, like, in regards to yours, it will come to you. It's one of them things like you'll just wake up in the middle of the night and you'll be like, that's the name I want. Mate, I bloody <laughs> hope so. It's driving me nuts. Honestly, I, I sat in front of my computer for months and months and months with nothing coming to me, absolutely nothing, and then it all of a sudden it just came. And I've had, I've had people, the most randomest messages about the name as well, do you know, because obviously the T is like mm. an upside-down cross. I've had people message me saying, is your brand an antichrist brand? <laughs> all, sort, all, all sorts of things like that. And I'm just like, no, no, it's not that at all. <laughs> just... I embrace all religions. Don't come for me. <laughs> but it will come. So anyone that's just trying to do it, all I will say is just keep going. And like, you're going to, in your head, you're going to think, oh God, is this even worth it? Because I still have days like that now. But honestly, when, when it pays off, it pays off. And it's it's so nice. Yeah. Oh, blimmin' IP. Oh, <laughs> so I've literally was on the phone to Claire before we started recording, and I've just spent all bloody day trying to find a name. And the problem is, I don't know about you, but it's like because it, without being whole, because of the bodybuilding industry, it's how do I put this? Okay, screw. It, I'm just gonna say it. I don't want to come across being tacky because yeah. the industry is full of slight yeah. tack. Um, and I don't want to be another brand like that, but the names that I'm calling out are just pure trash. So I'm just like, nope, nope. And then they like, have one like glimmer of hope, and then the IP lawyer literally just bashes me. Nah. You what, sorry? They shoot you down, that's the problem. Pretty much, pretty much. It will come. Well, you watched yours during the movie, so maybe I just need to go on Netflix and just like have a massive binge just day. Just do that. And then I message you at one o'clock, be like, I found it! <laughs> I love it. I love it. Awesome. Okay, so I haven't actually asked you about your fitness journey because I know I remember seeing something that you did used to compete. So tell us yes, about that. Yes, yeah. So I pretty much started my fitness journey was when I went travelling in America. So um, when I went to Miami, all the people were just insanely fit, and I went to camp with a girl girl who was obsessed with fitness, and she pretty much got me into it while I was there. And then when I came home, I just I went mad for it, and I thought, well, what's the next step now? So I competed. And don't get me wrong, I absolutely like love compete. Like, did I, can't, did I love it? You loved some part of it, at least. I, I loved the prep, loved it, loved the, loved the meals, loved how regimental it was, loved everything like that. I just hated getting on stage. Really? <laughs> Yeah, see, I'm not, I'm not probably, I don't know, people look at my Instagram and think, oh, she's so confident, but I'm not confident when it comes to um, something that's out of my comfort zone. Oh. So getting on stage was massively out of my comfort zone, and I, I just shook like a frigging leaf. <laughs> but, um, I think if I did it again now, it'd be different, because I've got a lot more, I am a lot more confident in my body now mm. than what I was when I was younger. But um, yeah, that pretty much got me started, and then obviously... And then I was a PT and everything like that. I just loved it. Loved the fitness world. Loved everything about it. 
And I, I kind of love the more the fitness side, not the actual, like, bikini side. Mm. Like, I like being healthy. Whereas, because bikini, bikini is, it's not exactly a healthy lifestyle, is it? But it's a... Oh, no. Yeah, definitely. I agree with you. Lifestyle. But it's not exactly... It's not good to get down to um, such a low body fat, but <laughs> we don't need to get into that. <laughs> so what what show did you do? So I did UK BFF Leeds, and then I did um, U Cup um, Warrington. Warrington. Warrington's Manchester, isn't it? Yeah, it's like... I think it's more uh, Liverpool way. Oh, nice. Or Manchester. But, um, so if you were going to compete again, would you do UKBFF again? No. I'd do, um, I'd do PCA or I'd do UCUP again. They're a nice brand. They're just not big enough. That's the only problem with them. Uh, U, uh, UK Ultimate. Is it UK? 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 UK uh, Ultimate Physique. They're quite cool. UK UP, yeah, whatever people call it. <laughs> yeah, <I was> like, <laughs> There's so many bloody ones these days, mm, it's ridiculous. But I think PCA so are going to be, they're, they're just going to take over, they're going to be massive. So I think that's the one to go for now. Mm. Definitely, I think, I personally think it's, obviously purely, I think it's still good. Um, I think great for first timers as well, I've heard it's really friendly and that sort of thing. I, yeah, I agree with you, I think PCA is going to be massive and then you've got the ISBB shows that are coming over. But no, I don't agree. I think that's. I think I've got a feeling. Don't back me on this. I've got a feeling Miami Pro aren't doing shows after next year. Really? I, I got told that. Whether it's true, I'm not sure. Surprise! It's so expensive. Please don't come for me if I've said something wrong. There. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get loads of emails. You're lying. <laughs> I'm gonna miss you, but like this has been the most controversial topic or episode ever. Look at all the. Oh dear. No, but yeah. So did you do any? Did you look at the competing scene in 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 Miami at all? Um, so no, not really. Like to be fair, when I was in Miami, I didn't really know anything about competing. I just used to see like attractive women because obviously you got Muscle Beach in Miami. I used to just see attractive people over there. They look great, and I used to think, yeah, I'm gonna look like that one day. <laughs> but um, no, I didn't really know anything about it there. That's fair. That's fair. So did you meet, did you go travelling um, with your boyfriend or did you not, was you not with your boyfriend at that time? No, oh, I was on my own then. So I kind of, I went on my own and met people over there and travelled with them. Oh, wow. Was that not, was it not like a little bit scary travelling by yourself? It, yeah, it was to be fair. It's, it's always the first few days that are the worst, but then it's, I'm the kind of person that I'll, I'll talk to anyone. I can kind of get on with anyone one so i just um yeah i met some well met some friends for life really oh nice love it cool so i think we've pretty much covered everything body power obviously that's a big thing coming up so make sure if you if you're going to go and see claire i'm gonna go down there as well are you do you know kind of where your location is already oh yes but don't ask me god what is it what is my stand location um, I know that we're just off the main strip, literally just off it. So it's going to be busy, busy, busy because people will just cut down there because they won't want to be on the main strip. <laughs> <laughs> like me. It's literally like a logistics mission. Like, 
Thank oh, God, God I had my boyfriend last year because he was quite big, so he wasn't able to like push people out the way because I was just getting like <laughs> scripted in. I was like, it was horrendous. <laughs> so bad. It was, yeah, I don't think I ate a lot last year, to be fair, her body power. <laughs> I swear I saw donuts on your stand. Oh, yeah. Of course, my boyfriend bought them. <laughs> oh, what a babe, what a babe. He is, yes. <laughs> he can be good. See, that's the thing. He's going to be bringing you donuts and he's going to be your sales like, manager. No. Awesome. You've picked a good boyfriend. I have. <laughs> Love it. Cool. So if people want to find out more about you, uh, how can they do that? What More about me personally or Sanctum? So we pretty much have, I don't know if anybody's ever seen it on the website, the About Me page on the website, I love it because I think it's quite personable, like you can get to know pretty much everything about the girls on there, well not everything, but basically about their fitness journey. And then obviously just follow me on Instagram, I um, I don't really post a lot of fitness stuff anymore, I post a lot about my dog. <laughs> yeah. Fitness and dogs. Yeah, or, um, yeah fitness and dogs. And um, yeah, follow Sanctum, yeah. Awesome. I'm going to leave all the details in the, it's not description box, we're not on YouTube. Which one? What's it called? Episode notes. There we go. I'm going to leave it on episode notes. So go and check her out. Admittedly, I've not bought her stuff yet purely because I'm putting so much money into my freaking business. It's a joke. But the monochrome is calling me, people. It's really am. Oh, cool. oh quick question. Um, I went to, well, we, me and Maddie went for a gym session and I tried on her small jumper and I look like the hunchback of Notre Dame. So if I'm five foot ten, yeah, seven, I some days can be a size 14, the next a six. What size would I go for? So hers was what? It was too small? Or? Yeah, it was literally like, it was so tight on my shoulders. It was crazy. I'd go for a medium then. Cool. It must be quite odd. You what, sorry? I said, you must be quite broad. Oh, it's a nightmare. I went to Primark last <laughs> week, right? And I tried on one size 10. It was fine. Next thing, next jumper, size 14, too tight. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> what the fuck? So, yeah, I'm just... Oh, oh, not you. <laughs> I hate it. When people say, what size do you? I'm just like, pick between 6 and 16. Oh, I hate and then I'm tall. Uh, and then uh, I'm supposed to have to embrace the free quarter all the time. Ours are very long. Very, I yes. have to roll mine yes. off all the time. Thank God. I actually had a friend that said to me, don't make them sh- any shorter, because I was on about doing it. She said, don't make them any shorter, because I hate the fact that leggings are always short on me. I said, okay, yeah. then. <laughs> so they're long because of her. <laughs> and thank you, honestly, because the amount of times I've had to wear jeans, and everyone's like, oh, they're quite short. I'm like, yeah, they're meant to be three quarter, but in my head, they're, they're, they're just too fucking short on me. <laughs> But um, there you go. Awesome. Right. Thank you so much for well, being on Claire. You. It's been a wicked yeah. one. And I'm so glad we got to talk about business as well. Yeah. I think no. there's a lot of fitness entrepreneurs out there. So hopefully this can be a good source of inspiration. Yeah. And if they need any help, tell them to just message me. I'm always happy to help. You babe. Awesome. Thank you so much. Right. Thanks, guys, for listening. And... Yeah, I'm hoping to get more people on. If you are listening to this and you want to come on, then please give us a shout. One more question, Claire. What makes you not just a bikini girl? So obviously you have your business, but what is something that we wouldn't know about you until we ask you now? Oh, God. Uh, I don't even know. Um, God, what makes me not just a bikini girl? Mm. 
I like sewing. <laughs> sewing? I know that's so random. Do you know those, like, um, cross-stitches? I like doing those. <laughs> oh, when you can make, like, pretty shit out of them? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love them. I used to do them all the time when I was younger. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but it's carried on. <laughs> I do knitting. Like, that's my kind of granny thing as well. I think everyone should have a granny yeah. thing that they kind of do at this age. It really relaxes you. <laughs> I love that. So, what's the what's the last thing you uh, you sew? If that's the is that is that a word? Yeah, sew. So. Oh, I can't even remember now. It was like a bear. You know, like um, it was actually it was actually for when um, my brother's girlfriend fell pregnant. Oh, <laughs> yeah, a while ago now. I love that. Awesome. Right. Thanks so much, Claire. And yeah, we'll see you guys in the next episode. <laughs>